Oh, hello, you. It's Angela Scanlon here, keeping Graham's seat warm on the Graham Norton Radio Show podcast with Waitrose. This weekend, Charlotte Ritchie joins me to talk all about the new series of Netflix drama, You. We play another round of Word Up and show chef Martha has loads of treats in store. She's getting us ready for St. Patrick's Day and Mother's Day. Charlotte Ritchie's in the studio with me. Welcome. Hello, thank you for having me. Thank you for being here. I'm slightly blaming you for my puffy eyes. Uh, I, I got stuck into You. Not you. <laughs> Sorry, this show uh, last night uh-huh. uh, in bed and it was like so, it's so brilliant. Great. It's oh, so brilliant. Cool. Oh, I'm pleased. I'm pleased you think that. It I, would be got, awkward if I said otherwise. But you, yeah, yeah. I'd actually be so impressed if you did. <laughs> I'd be like, good on you. Wow. Real, real honesty there. Um, no, I, I'm really pleased. I'm pleased you have it all to come as well. Yes. That's exciting. Ten whole. Now t- all of them are out. I think you've done a good thing there. Wait until they're all out. Because now you can just binge it. Which you want to go straight through, don't yeah. you? Yeah, this is I mean, what But I've heard. The, the numbers are quite staggering, actually. Uh-huh. So top 10 on Netflix in 90 countries. Okay. So they dropped you uh-huh. um, in, in two parts. So the, part, the first part, 92 million hours viewed in its first week. Oh my God, I'm so pleased I'm sitting down. I, mean, I didn't know any of this. Okay, that's quite mental, isn't it? <laughs> yes. Are you oh okay? my God, yeah, I just get a nervous laugh when I think about it. Congratulations, Thank though. Thank you. Well, thanks. You've I arrived. Mean, <laughs> I've arrived. You did it. Uh, yeah, well, I've de- I definitely did it. It's yeah. there, yeah, for sure. No, it's it's thrilling. I mean, you know, you, do, you work for such a long time and so hard on something and it's quite exciting mm-hmm. for it to suddenly be out in such a kind of huge way, you yeah. know. And it, yeah. it's series four, so there'll be a lot of people listening who are very familiar with Joe uh-huh. and all the rest. Yes. For anyone who hasn't seen it, give us a little setup. Well, it's essentially um, based around this guy called Joe Goldberg, mm-hmm. who is, con- he's sort of, uh, I mean, gosh, how do I describe him? A I'm psycho? not sure I've ever actually... Yeah, I guess he's he's kind of psychopathic. Mm-hmm. He has multiple different personalities that he's, he presents, but he seems to be the kind of... The, the driving thing is that he, he is, like... He's very obsessive. He always, always obsesses over usually someone, usually a woman, mm-hmm. uh, but he has very violent tendencies. And when he can't kind of keep the woman or she isn't up to her, his standards, she, he offs her. And many other people in the process who might be getting in the way of his uh, desire... But he also is ridiculously charming and very funny and very acerbic and really observant. And we have this like deep monologue that he, we, we listen to his thoughts all the time. It's from his point of view. Mm-hmm. So yeah. we sold him through that and he's funny and clever. So he's seductive. And really straight and knowing and very totally. self-aware, which I think, so it's, you know, it's yeah. obviously a thriller, but there's a real wink to the audience. Totally. There's a real comedic kind of side yeah, to it. Yeah, I think that's that's what I love about it the most is that it's got this, it never quite goes down into the depths it it keeps like a level of humor it's Mm -hmm. got always winking a little bit it understands what it is and it's constantly kind of jumping your expectations and um yeah it's it's amazing I don't know how they quite manage it but it's like manages to be a thousand different things in one and like deeply addictive and entertaining deeply addictive I can attest to that is it true that you hadn't watched it was that for fear of addiction or for for other reasons (laughs) uh yeah I had watched I think well to prep to prep for the audition um I did go back and watch a few episodes of each series just to get the kind of tone mm-hmm. but I, I think I knew I knew I was going to eventually watch the show because so many people have recommended it to me I just hadn't got around to it yet and I I was a bit worried I think that if I watched it all something might happen to my sort of I don't know my relationship with the show would be different I don't know if I'd be able to do the job with the same 
I don't know, objecti- objectivity or whatever. So, so what, it was, you'd like maybe wanted too much or maybe exactly or too become, much. Yeah, I didn't know what it would be, but I knew it was probably helpful to have a level of distance before mm. and not overthink it. And then also, you know, my character doesn't know anything about him. She hates him immediately. Yeah. Um, so it was really helpful. I didn't need to know um, yeah. what had happened. It's ideal that I didn't know how awful he was. Obviously, I sort of had an idea. But um, yeah, it made it all easier to kind of play organically, I think. Okay, and yeah. so you play Kate his new obsession Uh Uh who's quite different to his previous obsessions in many ways yeah yeah totally I mean she's essentially like she's kind of the antithesis of love like in in the sense that she doesn't really seem to display like any emotion uh whereas love is like all feeling and it's Mm -hmm. like incredible I mean I think Victoria is unbelievably like she's unbelievable and Tati as well playing Marianne like these these women and Elizabeth like now I've literally just watched it all so I'm like I'm they're so good. And they're all kind of overtly, there's a vulnerability like that yeah. they wear very much out totally, front. Totally, totally, yeah. And I think I found that hard because, as you know, I found it hard playing Kate because she's so withdrawn. I mean, the, the note was constantly, she's like ice cold mm. and doesn't let anything out. I mean, frighteningly so. Yeah. I'm like, ooh, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, yeah, punchy. Yeah. You get to see as the, as the series progresses, she she like softens a little, but not mm-hmm. a load. Yeah. I mean, I think this series is different in that respect that his, his obsession is also not specifically his love interest like I think there's a new obsession there's a, there are murders happening he's becoming fixated on other people detective kind yeah, of rather than yeah. just and I, so I think the format of the show which is so which has previously been so revolving around that romantic obsession it's slightly going in a different direction mm-hmm. which is really interesting and, and I think that's why the show is so successful as it keeps evolving and it never goes in the direction you quite think it will. Yeah, yeah. keeps us on our toes. Yeah, you have likened Kate to Mr. Darcy. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot. I, mean, I did iconic. that. Iconic. I love it. Wow. So because I like Confident I said, I'm only. Much? I know. I like it. <laughs> the the. I'm only two eps in, mm. and so I won't give anything away, but I'm starting to get a hint. Yes, she's cold as ice and uh-huh. she's slightly frightening and uh-huh. I don't know if we would be pals, yeah. but there's definitely a kind of quiet kindness to her uh-huh. that the rest of them are looking for, you know, a clap every time they do something that seems human, <laughs> yeah. where she's wants to keep on the QT any kindness that she seems to, yeah. to give. Yeah, that's a really lovely way of describing it. I think that, I guess, is the element. It just sort of dropped into my head, I think, when I was doing an interview and I was like, oh, it actually reminds me of... But I've always loved that that trope, that kind of, like, you know, steely person who's seek... What I like is that you find... I mean, it doesn't... I think it's by episode two, I think, you find Mm -hmm. out that that she does kind of good things but doesn't want anyone to know, which I think is like... Which I love her more for. Yeah, it's so cool. Mm. But, I mean, the thing is, she's still really reprehensible. I mean, she, she is... (laughs) <laughs> she benefits from being compared to honestly like the worst people on the planet <laughs> she's still friends with them she's still hanging out with them she still is in that group so I mean you yeah. can only redeem her so far yeah okay fair yeah. enough I mean they're yeah. all monsters for sure <laughs> for sure yeah 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 we, we mean... have been chatting about um, about old wives tales because we've been talking about it this morning mm. on the show and you're leaning into your witchiness it seems well yeah I, I mean I I'm thinking um, that there's maybe more to this stuff than previously I thought Mm. a very lovely actor gave me um, a a stick of Palo Santo 
Love. That's what he said. Oh, the to, to cleanse their house. But listen, as I mention it, I realise I don't really understand about it. So what I'll do is I'll go and have a think about it. Next time on, I can actually tell you what it means because <laughs> I realise there's have, something. Sit down and have a chat with yourself. Yeah, uh, he yeah. was invested in it, so I, you know, and he knows all about it, so I was okay, okay with that. But the worst thing is sort of gesturally knowing about it and being like, "That smells nice," but not really understanding anything underneath it. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. And I you mean, can I... still wave the stick around. It's why fine. Not? It's, it's like sage, but you have to. The key is you've got to open a window to really? let because the idea is that it's like visually. <laughs> Taking the yeah. smoke and the bad energy out of the room. And then so they leave through you the... You leave through the it leaves door. The, okay, okay. Or the window. But, like, if you're just bathing in it, then that's not ideal. Okay, great. Yeah, so okay. open that... Crack that window. I'll remember that for next time. Thank you. But I feel like in you, mm. the show, um, there's references... Because there's a kind of whodunit element uh-huh. to it, isn't there, yeah. this time around? And so there's reference to there being no coincidence in yes. the whodunit. Which oh, yeah. I like. So there, I feel like there's, you know, undercurrents. Yeah, 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 of something sort of... Well, I guess it's kind of spiritual under the surface. Mm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. What yeah. about Call the Midwives? Because many people will know you from that. I feel like, you know, that's you're you're in the consciousness. You're That's a juggernaut of a show. Yeah, it's a big one, actually. Yeah, I, I loved doing that show so much. Um, I guess in some ways, Barbara, my character in Call the Midwife, is like the angel to Kate, which mm. is the devil. Yeah. No, she's, I'm not saying she is the devil, sorry. She's but got like, range, guys. They are, they are, they are like the exact opposite of each other. Like, Barbara was extremely sweet. and, mm-hmm. um, But, yeah, no, I, I, I miss it, you know. It was a really lovely show. Um, they're, they're just the best. They're really lovely people to work. I've been so lucky, the people I work with. I think when I grew up, I sort of thought actors would be, like, really full of themselves and, like, you know desperate for attention and really kind of like jostling jostling to the front but and they're not everyone no. actually <laughs> it turns out scoop <laughs> apart from me no they're not um no they're just i've just been so lucky i mean it's not relevant really but just reflecting on on that like when i think about called the midwife i think of that group of people i got to work mm. with it's so ensemble um, it was family it feels like a family yeah, which yeah. i think is why sitting at home people yeah they feel, feel very that. much part of it yeah yeah and i guess there's just an intimacy to the the nature of that show it's right in people's houses it's mm. a, an, a period of history that was really covered up and in the shadows and yeah. you know a women's sort of um health and it was yeah it was brilliant i think mm. it's a great show i love it and i mean I I don't have the figures. You know, I like a little statistic. (laughs) But it's like a 10 million kind of people watch that in... It's a big show. It's one of the big ones. But then you talk about 92 million people watching the first draw. Please stop saying that. But have you felt (laughs) a shift? I know, I am too for you. Um, (laughs) Have you you felt a shift in in how you're perceived or has has day-to-day life changed? I mean, when you leave your house and go for a coffee, are you... Visible. I'm film. I'm filming ghosts at the moment, mm. so I'm really not out and about much anyway. Um, we filmed down in, down in Guildford, so the furthest I get is to the um, different various chain restaurants in Guildford, <laughs> um, and uh, not so much yet. I do get maybe some more double takes. There's there's a bit of a sense of people because I don't really dress like my characters, like because I. Cause I Anyway, I, I think you're a that, bit more grungy, I would say. Kate's yes. like quite buttoned up, isn't she? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, high heels, slick, mm. <laughs> slick Rick. Slick Rick. But I feel like she's Reese, you know. She's, oh yeah, she's. And it's <laughs> I mean, I'm sure expensive Reese. But oh like, yeah, yeah, yeah. What we're yeah. talking, Max Mara, things like that. Mm. Things that I'd never heard of. And a silken um, blouse. Yeah, and heels fundamentally, which is really not. So I'm trainers okay. all the time, yeah. unless I have to be smart and then I have to wear. So that was that's been a real kind of shift. But in terms of being recognised, it, it happens a bit more. Um, it is is a bit more of a sort of double take level at the moment I think it's something I I find like a bit difficult but I think also you know it comes with the territory mm-hmm. if you're going to do this job it's the sort of mm, tax you have to pay to do the job you really like and that's what so, it feels like tax kind of only because like it just is so unnatural 
tr- so strange. It mm. feels like it, yeah. When when it happens to you multiple times a day, it's sort of you you, you begin to get a bit self conscious. But yeah. obviously, it you know it's, it's part of it. Yeah, because some people. Yeah. I mean, I've interviewed people who have said they absolutely. Love, like love it. Yeah, getting stuff for selfies. Yeah. But they're like, it's all upside, you know. Yeah, Whereas yeah. actually, that invasion, I imagine, you know, you're. Well, it's I, listen. It depends on what people because if people come and say they like the show or they want to talk about the show, I'm okay. so up for that. <laughs> I'm like, yes. But if it's a sort of quick, like, can I have a bit of you? Because yeah. I just want. Then that's also, you know, whatever. That's fine. But it's I think it's more. Gig. It's amazing. I still have this very insecure 12, 13 year old in me mm-hmm. who feels like someone is looking at them. For, you know, you can't help but have that part of you a little yeah. bit. Tricky. I'm I'm getting past that, which is yeah. great. The yeah. joys of getting a bit older, but you still feel like maybe you've got something on your face that. Yeah. <laughs> my first instinct is like, is my hair funny? And then I go, oh, maybe they've seen. Yeah. Or oh, do I know your sister? Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I feel like you you better buckle up. Yeah. <laughs> I think I've got to get ready. What have I done? What Absolutely. Have I done? Absolutely. Um. So what is next, or can you tell us? Well, so far. Um, ghosts, I don't obviously. know, but yeah, ghosts mm-hmm. is is wrapping up with wrapping up season five, season. I keep saying season. Well, see, series five. Yeah. Now, so that will be out at the end of the year. And okay. Then who knows what's next? Yeah. Fantastic. Without giving it away completely, because mm-hmm. we don't want spoilers. People are going to watch you on Netflix tonight. Has he finally, Joe Goldberg, that mm-hmm. is, met his match mm-hmm. in you, or are you going to be bumped off like the rest of them? Honestly, who knows? Your guess is as good as mine. <laughs> sure. And you have to watch the rest of the series to find out. Okay, well, it is currently available on Netflix now. That Thank is you. series four of you. Thank you so much, Thank Charlotte you for Ritchie. Me. Stay right where you are. There is an Oscars themed round of Word Up. But first, let's catch up with show chef Martha. She's got some treats ready for St. Patrick's Day and also hosted her second ever Martha class ahead of Mother's Day. Here in the studio is Martha. Hello. Welcome. Oh, thank you for having me. Thank you for volunteering to <laughs> sample I, I'm the goods. taking one for the team, aren't I? <laughs> they look absolutely delicious. So, Tell me, what have we made? What have you made? Well, we've obviously got St. Patrick's Day coming up in the calendar. There's lots of, we always try and do something a little little themed. Mm -hmm. But you could have been having, you know, a a stout stew or Bacon and cabbage. Yes. Not ideal in an enclosed space. (laughs) But I thought, you know what, let's do something a little bit more appealing to the masses. So we've got Guinness brownies with a Guinness salted caramel drizzle on the top. Absolutely delicious. (laughs) Uh, Anything salted caramel, I... I'm obsessed with it. can just be inhaled, honestly. The little crystals of salt with chocolate, just... Mm. A food marriage, is that what they call it? <laughs> exactly, and it yeah. always makes me laugh because caramel has always had a small amount of salt in mm-hmm. it. But people go, oh, this newfangled thing, salted caramel. A newfangled <laughs> thing. What, what do we do with this? But actually, it's been salted caramel for a long time. It's just not been named. Okay, but yeah. Now we put a bit extra on Oh, we love it as a garnish. <laughs> exactly. A little salt. I think it's that salt bay guy who... <laughs> yeah, bouncing it <laughs> in the kitchen. We're all very, very happy to have salt laden on everything. Are they difficult to make? So I like to think that there are two camps, right? So you're either good at cooking or you're good at baking. Mm-hmm. Cooking feels like you can be a bit arty-farty. You can kind of guess things. And, you know, baking is brutalist. It's a bit more of a science. I agree. Yeah. You can, you, you've got a bit more room for error with cooking. You mm. can taste your sauce and go, oh, actually, it could do with a bit more lemon or a bit more salt. Yeah. Or get a baking, tin of yoghurt in there. Yes. Kill the spice, I've gone overboard. Yes. You can salvage it. Baking, you can't really salvage. Baking, you you have to trust the process. You mix it all together, it goes in the oven and you have to think and hope and pray that it's going to come out right. Hope for the best. If you This recipe, it's not 
ridiculously difficult. Oh, it's that's not a great start <laughs> for us. I don't want to lie and be like, it was really simple. Scale of one to ten. I would say this is probably like a, a six or a seven. Six or seven. Because it's got a whole can of Guinness in the recipe. So it is worth it because it's such a lovely complex flavour and mm -hmm. it's more elevated than your traditional brownie. But it does obviously then take a bit more effort. But I think it's worth it. So what, the liquid means that it's tricky to bake? Yeah, basically, if you just whacked in your Guinness from... You cracked open the can and poured yeah. it in. You'd be adding so much liquid to your brownie batter that it wouldn't set in the oven. So you have to reduce that liquid first. I see. Get it to a little syrup consistency. Oh, syrup And then Guinness. it goes in. I know. Sounds absolutely delicious. <laughs> You're like, <laughs> when can I eat this? How many attempts <laughs> did you have before you put this in front of us today? <laughs> um, do you know what? This is actually the first one, so I hope. Ooh. I try and be a one-trick pony. I do practice at home in the week. Okay. And then I get it. Get it done. So how many attempts at home? That was the question, Martha. <laughs> this, I did it once in the week. I was like, this is good. Once for you. But the recipe itself is in the Waitrose Food Magazine. It's not actually a recipe of mine. It's a recipe by the Waitrose team. Okay. So they have tested it many, many times before this. We are getting stuck into Guinness brownies with salted caramel drizzle. Oof. I don't know if they'll keep my heart young, though. <laughs> Feels like there's a fair slab of butter in there. Possibly, possibly not. But, you know, you'll have a good life. It's worth it. It's absolutely delicious. Everyone's out there chomping down. Can you hear that? Yeah. A little bit of atmosphere. <laughs> I'm obsessed. Sometimes I don't love a brownie. They've got to be mm. moist, right? Oh, yeah. You have nailed it. A cakey brownie is not a brownie worth worth indulging in. I completely agree. <laughs> and like you could have maybe gotten away with the cakey brownie because you've got the drizzle. So there's, That's you know, true. a little bit of something there. Talk us through it. So, we're going to start. I'm going to eat. your oven on. You go Stick ahead. Stick it on there. <laughs> Stick your oven on. Line yourself a square tin. And then we're taking a can of Guinness, pouring it into, and I would recommend, not saying that I learnt this from experience or anything, but I'd recommend a reasonably large saucepan because okay. simmering Guinness for a while does mean that it can... It bubbles. Have a mind of its own. Oh, does it get a bit <laughs> spicy? It's a bit bubbly. Um, so pick a big saucepan, stick your Guinness in, and we are going to reduce that down for about 10 minutes until you have 150 millilitres left. So it goes okay. from 450 to 150. So you need a so. saucepan with those markers on the inside. Ideally, or you can just have a measuring jug on the side. In, and, out, you know, in, out. Do a bit of, bit of pouring. It doesn't need to be completely accurate, but okay. more or less so. And this just means that you're not going to have a really wet brownie mix. Yeah. So that's happening on in one bowl. In another bowl, we are making this, or a pan, we're making this caramel so mm. we're simmering sugar and water when that turns lovely golden brown we're chucking in some butter some double cream a little bit of that reduced guinness and then okay. making that into a lovely smooth sauce a little bit of sea salt to finish that mm -hmm. off then that goes to one side ready for the end of the recipe okay and is it gonna stay runny it should do if okay. it doesn't you can stick it in the microwave or like i made this last night because i wanted it to be cold before i cut it okay. and just rewarmed the sauce in a little so pan. it's not like tempering chocolate where you really need to be freakishly oh, no. precise you can be if it seizes up you can normally bring a caramel back by putting it back on the heat and adding a little bit more cream it's Loose. normally it's normally the way forward but for the brownie okay. batter itself we are melting butter lots of butter and then two kinds of chocolate we've got waitrose cooks ingredients milk chocolate and dark mm -hmm. chocolate goes into the pan until that's lovely and melted in another bowl we're whisking together eggs and sugar until it gets really fluffy and that's what okay. gets that lovely kind of crackly crust on top of a brownie well you did ask do i want the edge or the middle <laughs> yes. usually i go for the middle but the, oh, this lovely the Got little a, crackly bits yes. as you call them a little bit of chew and yeah mm. all this about feels that. quite asmr doesn't it yeah <laughs> Sorry. salt cracking into the microphone um, so then once you've whipped up your eggs and your sugar you're pouring your chocolate in folding it through okay. sieve over the flour and cocoa powder make a lovely smooth batter pour it into your tin 
into the oven for half an hour until mm-hmm. it has just the slightest little jiggle in the middle. Okay. Then let it cool completely. Now, how do you know it has a jiggle in the middle? Just... Give it a little shake? Just give it a tiny shake. You don't okay. want it... You basically don't want it to jiggle, but if okay. you want it to have just stopped... Just stopped jiggling. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is sounding more complex, Martha. The I'm good thing lie. about a brownie is nobody minds if it's a bit runny. Deal Once with it's it. ready to serve, just scoop it into a bowl and do it with ice cream and no one will know. Drench it in caramel, you're done. <laughs> exactly. Let it come out of the oven, let it cool completely and it okay. should set down. You can leave it overnight, you can put it in the fridge. Then just before you're ready to serve it, give it a generous drizzle of that caramel and a bit more salt and then cut it up. Bob's your uncle. Yeah. So are you saying brownies should be served cold? <gasps> oh. That feels controversial to me because I think <laughs> if I got one in a box, I'd put it in the oven. Yeah, I mean, I'm all for warming them up again but if you try and cut brownies when they're hot ah. you will just you will never have success okay because they'll be dribbling all over the they place will, yeah they will just not allow and it's always nice when you kind of see a kind of grid of brownies that mm, i find <laughs> a grid so you want to get that nicely sliced i mean it is beautifully beautifully sliced and tastes even better oh, thank, thank you, you so so much I'm going to bring the whole slab home for my girls. Head to waitrose.com forward slash showchef to see all of the recipes prepared by the brilliant Martha. And you can also check out the recipe on our socials at Virgin Radio UK. And we'll be back tomorrow with your class. I know. The Martha class. I'm very excited <laughs> for this. I've been surveying the building because we're doing a bit of an Annika's challenge. Yes, you have to run one into the other. Cannot wait. <laughs> the Graham Norton Radio Show with Waitrose. Food to feel good about. Virgin Radio. Got a bit of muffled sunshine here at the top of the tower for our second ever Martha class. Everyone's looking a little bit nervous, mostly because the technicals are a little off. Martha, hello. hello. How are you doing? I am great. Are you excited you. or are you nervous? I'm excited. You look pretty chill. We're going to take some people who are a bit nervous about piping to the piping heights. I can't wait. Piping heights? That <laughs> sounds dodgy. I like the fact that you're gone low-key on the apron and our winners have gotten a patterned number. Steve, you pull off an apron like no one I've seen. Thank you very much, Angela. You obviously haven't seen that many people. <laughs> are, you, are you an avid baker? No. Never. Ever. Literally never. Yeah, correct. Okay. Do we cook at all? Um, which well, your half of we might. This half's fairly random with it, so no. Okay. Really. How did you end up here, Steve? Well, I heard something on the radio that said you can have a free night in London Done. and then come to the Virgin Radio Studios. And there was a bit after that which I thought said about making muffins. Okay. <laughs> which, which are big cakes. What muffins? Cupcakes. Big cupcakes. Yeah, yeah, cupcakes. Yeah, yeah. I guess that would be true. Okay. I was hoping they were going to play Echo Beach, obviously. Martha and the Muffins. Fine. So you thought you were here for music and yes. here we are with a piping kit. Correct. Fine. This should be interesting. <laughs> Jenny, please tell me you've got some skills in the baking department. Um, I baked a little bit. I can just about pipe a cake. Okay. I mean, I can't pipe a cake. I think that's quite, you know, yeah. good. But now I've said that, like, I feel like the stakes are high. Okay. <laughs> so where are you from? Uh, I am from Woking from Woking. Okay, how was last night? Yeah, it was lovely, thank you. Yeah, what did you do? Um, just went out for dinner, pizza. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah, lovely. And plans for the rest of the day? Um, I don't know. I'm not sure. We'll see how this goes. See how, the, <laughs> see how the, ca- the piping goes. Tara, Hi. talk to me. You are standing with a stance that suggests you know how to tackle a muffin. I know how to eat a muffin. <laughs> When it comes to piping, I'm not so sure, to be honest. 
I feel like, I mean, there's lots of goodies here, aren't there? Yeah, there's lots of goodies here. I'm not sure they're going to make it to the muffins or the cupcakes. Okay, that's fine. You can do whatever you want with them. Martha's pretty loose, aren't you? Oh, yeah. She's like, grand, do whatever you want. How are you feeling? You told me earlier on that you you hit some cocktails earlier or last night. Yeah, we went to um, the Sky Garden. Um, saw the uh, the sun that wasn't out go down, so you know. Really, the sun feels like it's it's really trying, trying it's really to come trying, out for it? you. Yeah, it's really trying. How how does the view feel up here compared to how fabulous. you you hear about it, don't oh, you? Oh my goodness, yeah, it's fabulous. You just you can't imagine how good the view is. You know, like you say, you do hear about it, but yeah, it's good. Yeah, Martha, we've had a last minute slight tweak in the recipe. Mm. What are we what are we baking? It's well, still cupcakes. It is indeed cupcakes. These are pink lemonade cupcakes. Oh! A little bit summery, nice for Mother's Day. Just the sun's coming out, we're ready. Pink lemonade. Okay, yeah. so how do we make the cupcakes? We're not attempting. We do not have movable, portable ovens <laughs> here. We're just ovens. going with the icing this morning. <laughs> but you have baked the cupcakes. So if at home you're keen to bake cupcakes, I mean, or think about them, because that seems to be the theme <laughs> today, just thinking about doing things. How would we start? So we're starting with butter, caster sugar. Get that into a big bowl or the bowl of a stand mixer, if you've got one of those. Okay. And then beat that until it's nice and fluffy. Then we're adding in some eggs, a bit of vanilla extract, mm-hmm. beat that again, and then the final ingredients in there are plain flour, baking powder, a little bit of milk, and then the zest of a lemon. So you get this zest lovely little zestiness coming through. Okay. Those are gonna go into the oven for about 15 to 20 minutes. The key with cupcakes is not to over-bake them. Mm-hmm. You don't want them to be completely, completely brown like a piece of toast when they come out you want just a little kind of yellow i love golden. that that's the level you feel our <laughs> listeners are at you don't want to burn them guys just fyi no charring on the cupcakes yeah no because they get you you don't want to hop them off the wall exactly okay exactly and when you want them all when you're putting them into your little cases to be ideally the same size so i use a little ice cream scoop for mine oh so every single nice one is the same then it'll cook at the same rate and you'll have nice moist cupcakes okay lovely and you know with the lemon de- zest because yes. i love a little zing in some baking however is it true that you've got to be very restrained with it so you just want the yellow bit if you get start to get into the white it gets really bitter it is completely true okay. Exactly. That's why marmalade has such a bitterness because you leave a lot of that pith of the orange okay. on. But with yeah, with cupcakes and anything that you want, just the zest, you just want that little outside yellow bit. And if you've mm. got waxed lemons, you want to make sure you take the wax off first. How it'll do you just take be, the wax off? You just in warm water and give them a good scrub, and it will oh. melt off. Otherwise, you're going to have like little bits of candle on top of your oh, on top of your cupcakes, and we don't want that. You can okay. buy them on wax in Waitrose as well. You can. If you don't okay. fancy washing them. Okay, perfect. <laughs> Unwaxed lemons from Waitrose. That's what we're going for. <laughs> Fantastic. We're at the side of the pitch here. Jenny, Steve, Tara, they're all warming up. Martha, hit us with the icing, (laughs) please. Got myself this lemon icing in a piping bag. I've got a a closed star nozzle, and this Mm. is what you want. If you're listening and you're thinking, my cupcakes always come out a bit flat, or they don't have that definition, this is the nozzle you want. It creates a lovely flower kind of shape. Okay. Um, So we are going to fit that into our piping bag, fill it with the icing, get it nice and taut, kind of roll around the top. Mm -hmm. And then this is key to building that perfect kind of picture book cupcake. It is the blob in the, the blob. middle. We're calling this the blob tip. Great. But basically, instead of just starting going round the edge and going into the middle to create that point, you mm-hmm. want to create a bit of like a foundation, a bit of structure for it. So we're going to squeeze the bag, create this little blob in the middle, and then we can circle that. So that's like the scaffolding. It is the scaffolding. Okay. And people always forget it. And then the middle Well, I would have in. started at the edge and worked my way in exactly. and thought that it would just magically stand up. So we've got our scaffolding in. Then right. we're going to hold the piping bag as vertically as we can. Steady hands. Round the edge. 
all the way up to the top, and then when you've reached your peak, you just stop applying pressure and lift on up. Oh, so a sharp exit. A sharp little exit. And then, oh, if it doesn't look sharp, you can stick a raspberry on the top. You know, no one's going to worry. Okay. We've got some lovely waitress cooks ingredients decorations. I've got some raspberries. These are pink lemonades. So mm, this yum. icing is just lemon, but there's an icing in the recipe, which is for raspberry icing that's got fresh raspberries Fantastic. in it. So make sure you make that. Stick we have these waitress straw. sprinkles. Down the hatch without cake is also a really good way <laughs> to acceptable. I, I'm not judging. <laughs> fine. Okay, so Steve, as our most confident cook, is going to now take control of the piping bag and have a go. So one of your tips, Martha, that you shared before we came on air was to have a practice run exactly. at it on like a bit of parchment paper so that if you mess it up, nothing Perfect. is lost. However, Steve, we're going straight in. <laughs> straight on the there is no practice. The pressure's on. So what are you doing, Steve? I'm doing blobbing. There we Technical. go. That's a great blob. That's you a great start. Are, yeah. Right. Next. Scaffolding Next. is in place. Outside. Just like the Buffalo Girls. Some good steady piping, good steady hand. I'm actually I quite do, impressed myself here. I don't believe you've not done this before, Steve. <laughs> That's <Wow>. an absolute <laughs> triumph. That Thanks. is a triumph. He bows. Okay, Thank now you. pimp that. Look, there's all the bits and pieces that you yeah. can lash onto it. Go. Look, clouds. I feel like oh. it. Go. Okay, yeah. Take, take the stuff. I don't have to sprinkle because otherwise oh, it's going to go. You everywhere. look like a sprinkle man. Get them on. Jenny, Tara, confident. Mm -hmm. Competition from Steve, Go it? back to your stations there. We're going <laughs> to share your efforts later on as well. Okay, we're going to have some music in oh, excess. Oh, nice. it's a lovely little cupcake from Steve. Well done. Oh, he's decorating with a rainbow little cloud. <gasps> oh, she's than mine. dreamy. It does look better <laughs> than yours, Martha. Steve, are you free next weekend? <laughs> Good luck. And you can see all the action over on socials at Virgin Radio UK. And to get all of Martha's recipes, go to waitrose.com forward slash show chef. Right, it is competition time and your chance to win a Graham Norton with Waitrose gift box. It is luscious, I can tell you, including a reusable drinks cup, Waitrose brew champagne just in time for the Oscars, number one salted caramel truffles. I mean, we had caramel truffles in here yesterday and they were something. It is lovely. What we need is the missing word, okay? So you're looking for the missing word in the clip and then I'm about to pay for you. So who have we got on the line? We've got Oliver in Spitalfields. Hi, good morning. Good morning, how are you? I'm fine, thank you very much. Good, what are you up to today? Um, nothing much, probably going to pop out and do a bit of shopping later. Okay. That's about it. That's about it, a chill Sunday. Are you doing any cleaning? Lots of spring cleaning in the air. I'm, think I'm thinking about it, I'm looking at it. Okay, that's not going to work. Unless, oh, no. you're <laughs> unless you've got special powers. What do you like to clean, Oliver? Um, I like mopping the floors, actually. Oh, do you? What is it about the mop? I don't know. It's just the instant clean. You, you can see it instantly. I... And watching it dry. Watching it dry. I mean, there's a double bump there, isn't there? You watch it, you watch the dirt melt away and then you watch it dry. Yeah. Lovely. Right. Fabulous. Are you feeling confident? Are you a big Titanic fan? I've seen it once. Once is enough. <laughs> Shall we have a listen to the clip? Okay. No one but me. <laughs> He's singing already. That is Celine Dion. 
Do you want it again, Oliver? I mean, you felt confident. You were getting into it. I, I couldn't really hear it, so, so it would That's be great. That's because you were singing over it. I would say okay. maybe hold off. Okay. Here we go. Oliver from Spitalfields, what do you reckon it is? The missing word? No one. Oh, is it no one? Close, but no cigar, Oliver. Sorry about that. We're moving on to Victoria. Good luck. Go and get yourself some bleach and have a jolly old time mopping that floor. Bye-bye, lovely Victoria. Hello. Hi. Hi, how are you? I'm good, thanks. Where are you? In Corsham in Wiltshire. Lovely. Is the sun shining? It is. Fantastic. <laughs> you cooking a roast? Oh, nice. <laughs> is there a roast on the cards today? I'm thinking about it. Mm, in, but university in my final year, so I'm kind of like studying roast. Maybe. Okay. <laughs> Studying or roast. I mean, I know what I'd pick, but it's up to you, yeah. Victoria. I love that. I that it is quite early on a Sunday morning. It's like, I'm thinking about cleaning. I'm thinking about cooking. There's a lot, a lot of rumination going on. I like it. Um, we have played the clip twice. We're not going to play it again, Victoria, but I'm hopeful that you might have an idea about what the missing word is. It was Celine Dion, of course, from a very, very iconic, famous Titanic song. Any idea? You're here, there's blank, I fear. I think it might be nothing. Is it nothing? Well done. It's like in your fabric. You didn't even have to hear the song. It's in your bones. You've won a fabulous Graham Norton with Waitrose gift box. Smashed full of goodies. I mean, you are going to die when you see it. It's lovely. It's oh sugar filled. Balsamic in there if you decide to do that roast. I mean, I'm not sure what you do with balsamic, but I feel like you could rub it on a leg of ham or something. Oh, definitely. <laughs> that may or may not be a thing. I'll ask Martha shortly. <laughs> anyway, congratulations. I have been Angela Scanlon on the Graham Norton Radio Show with Waitrose. Thank you so much for listening. I've enjoyed it immensely. Graham is back and we'll have his show regulars, Graham's Guide, Show Chef Martha, and loads more. In the meantime, I'll speak to you soon. Lots of love. The Graham Norton Radio Show with Waitrose. Food to feel good about. Virgin Radio.